everyone. This is Aliza with Converse with Anyone, Anytime, Anywhere. I'm here with Aurus Julius Sanchez, and we have a very interesting topic for you guys today. Um, so we're going to be talking about this concept where a lot of times we feel a pressure to start conversations, right? Like we always feel like the responsibility is for us to go up to people and start the conversation and that they can decide whether or not they want to speak with us. But what about the scenario where someone wants to speak to you, but they don't have the guts to speak to you? What do you do then? Like, what are some ways that you can see, like looking around a room, who actually wants to talk to you, but just doesn't know how to start that conversation? I mean, I know we've all felt that feeling of like, what am I going to talk to them about? So today we're going to say, okay, let's meet in the middle. How do we look around a room and see who wants to talk to us? What are your thoughts, Aurus? First of all, that was a phenomenal way of starting this. Very good. Better than me. Uh, But don't take my job. (laughs) I get paid dollar an hour for this so please uh, i need the money <laughs> okay um i think this is uh aliza came up with this topic i think it's a phenomenal topic because as aliza mentioned right many times you'll be surprised how many people actually want to speak to you for whatever reason mm-hmm. doesn't always have to be a certain reason for so many reasons but again like aliza they don't have the guts to so i'll start i'll, I'll start off with this and then you'll continue off yeah we'll go like one one okay cool so I think a huge thing to always look out for, whatever type of environment you are, you're in, and let's say people want to speak to you, but they just can't, they they don't know how to, how can you tell? I'm always looking at, I know you've probably heard of it, I'm always looking at the eyes. How much Mm -hmm. eye contact are they giving me? And I'm, Mm -hmm. I'm, I'm not just saying like a quick glance, no. I need to catch them at least looking at me or looking like very closely to me a couple times, two, three times minimum. Mm-hmm. Right, and I also time. I also time the. Well, I don't literally time, but I could tell around. Like, let's say I catch them doing it once. Do are they looking at me again? Maybe again in thirty seconds or in a minute, or does it take maybe like another hour? Mm-hmm. But now the question is, if it takes another hour, were they really looking at me, or was it just a quick glance? So I'm looking at the eye content. If they're looking at me, do do I lock eyes with them? And if they are. A couple times and most likely there's a reason they're sending me a non-verbal direct to hey come speak to me mm-hmm. so i'm gonna actually build off of that with kind of one and a half points go so like a good way to know like if like an hour later they make eye contact with you and um is it that they actually want to speak to you or not is what do they do right after do they like look away and like really make sure yeah. to not make eye contact with you afterwards now that may not be that they don't that they want to talk with you it's just that they've noticed you and if they've noticed you that's a step towards talking to them um so that's just a response to that but one thing that i've always um noticed is that people like to create opportunities for things to happen to them meaning that like let's say i'm in a room and Mm -hmm. i want someone to come approach me and speak to me right I'm going to make it as easy as possible for this person to approach me, right? Mm-hmm. Like, I'm going to stay in their proximity. I'm going to make sure that I'm not surrounded by a bunch of people. I'm going to make sure that, like, I don't seem too busy, but I don't seem too distracted. I'm just kind of hanging out, but I'm not really doing anything. So if you see that you're standing around and you see someone that's just kind of around you, but they're not really doing anything. They're not with a gr- they don't. They're not with a group. They don't have a clear destination because, especially in New York, I don't know where everyone is that's listening to us. But in New York, everyone has somewhere to go, True. and you don't just sit there. You don't just stand there. If you see someone that's in your proximity, that's just standing there, maybe like twiddling their hair on their phone a little bit, but just hanging out there, that's usually a pretty good sign. To make it even a little better, 
is if, okay, you can test it. Like, go to a different space in the room. Like, across the room or something. Mm-hmm. See if they somehow manage to get their way over into that general area again. Mm. What do you think? I think that's very good. And I've seen this happen. Not only... I know everyone who's listening to this. I know everyone who's listening to this mm-hmm. is immediately picturing all this in a, in a context of, like, getting to know someone. Like, dating someone and stuff uh, like that. Yeah. Now, I, I mean, of course, this does work for that. Mm-hmm. But also, it works at a networking events. Yes. Or sometimes I've seen this a lot too when people see like movie stars or people see like people of authority maybe in their business or in their company or just someone in general that, that they admire from online and they see them in person. They try these same exact techniques that we're speaking about because mm-hmm. they don't have the guts to speak to them. Mm-hmm. Now, I love what you mentioned because it's true. I've seen these things happen right to me and probably to you as well. Yeah. Another thing I, I would say is let's say you let's say that other person is at a not too far away from you. Mm-hmm. Not too far away from you, right? What they might do a little bit sometimes, they might over-exaggerate their body language or over-exaggerate what they're saying so that they could be heard, right? So they could be heard and maybe you could approach them. Mm-hmm. So they might say things very loud mm-hmm. or they might sit, start talking about things that that person is interested in because maybe they've done their homework a little bit. Mm-hmm. Or maybe their body language, they'll make sure that, like, like you mentioned, their body language is open like their arms are not crossed their legs are not crossed because when people's body language is closed people's intuition their gut is like oh let let me not approach there's something wrong there or the vibe is off right Mm -hmm. it's because people are locked up their body language is closed but but what they'll do is they'll open up their body language arms open up legs opened up they're they'll make big body movements they'll do superman poses a bunch of just just a whole bunch of stuff because they want the vibe they want the wherever they are to feel good so then you can come up to them and speak to them because they were too scared to do so mm-hmm. I, now i i don't i mean of course I, there's probably other signs yeah. right but i think these are like the top signs that people who are too afraid to speak to someone they'll do what do you think so it's interesting um i think these are all very good signs for someone who's a little bit confident in their communication skills they might not have the guts to talk to you but they're confident that if you came to talk to them that they would be able to keep a conversation going mm-hmm. but we do have to consider the category of people that they literally do not have any confidence in their speaking abilities their their communication skills or anything like that and they might just be like terrified of a conversation but they know they need to speak to someone right um so for those categories of people it's really easy to spot them they're kind of the people that are almost shunning people around them Mm -hmm. they're literally bent over their phone they're the ones that are like kind of like just like trying to stay away or they'll pretend to mingle in a group but they won't say a word in the actual group um those type of people but those type of people are actually really easy to start a conversation with just walk up to them i guarantee you that they're not gonna sit there and be like i'm too cool for you or anything like that because they're thinking like whoa someone's talking to me Mm -hmm. the thing that you do have to keep in mind with this type of person is is that you're going to have to carry the conversation for them unless you get them um, talking about a uh, topic that they're very interested in chances are they're gonna rely on you completely to carry this conversation so if you're gonna go and speak to that type of person which i do recommend um because talk to everybody why not Mm -hmm. um be prepared to carry the conversation now, one last question before we end this podcast for you, Aliza. Oh, okay. Is, let's say you're conversing with someone who's very shy mm-hmm. and you know that you're you're going to have to lead the conversation and keep it going, right? Mm-hmm. What would you do? One thing, what is one thing that, that you would do to empower them mm. so they can also lead the conversation and keep it going and, and it's not just you? 
Oh, okay. So one thing that I've noticed a lot in people who have insecurities or who don't feel like they um, can communicate well is they usually think that they're um, boring or they don't have something interesting to say. That's true. So when I speak to someone and I notice that they're not so confident or they're shy or things like that, um, I will just be super fascinated in whatever they say. Like, let's say, like, the other day I was speaking to someone and she's like, yeah, I study computer science. I'm so boring. Mm. If you hear something like that, immediately shut that down. Be like, no, that's so interesting. And then say something that isn't the status like or the 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 status quo not the status quo the stereotypical thing yeah don't say like oh you can hack into things like give it a little bit of humor give them something that they haven't heard before that they can be like oh yeah that is kind of interesting and then they get a little bit more confident in that conversation because like oh this person finds me interesting Mm -hmm. and they'll give you a little bit more and they'll be a little they'll let the walls down a little bit so that they can flow in that conversation just a little bit more Interesting, but you're when you say that. I know you, me, and everyone who's listening. Aliza does not mean to be fake. No, no you need to legitimately find them interesting, or mm-hmm. f- maybe if they said something and it wasn't interesting, find something else that's interesting about them. Mm-hmm. But never do this. Like, let's say we're having a conversation. Like, okay. ask me something. Okay. Um. So what was the well, what was the coolest thing you did this weekend? I don't know. That was the first thing that came to my head. I don't know. I like. Uh I played a board game. Okay. That's that's cool. Don't do that, guys. <laughs> don't be like, oh, that's cool. Because everyone in the world knows that that's your response when you don't have a response. Um, try to say something like, oh, what board game? If you don't find what they said interesting, keep delving in a little bit. Ask them some more questions like, what board game? Do you like to play board games? Uh, like, do you play them regularly? Do you play with a crowd? Like, Do you have like games? Do you gamble while you do it? Like, You can spice it up a little bit. Delve into it a little bit more if you don't find it interesting. I like that. I, li- I like that. Delve it in because maybe you'll find an aspect about them that's interesting. So maybe maybe it's not about the board games, but maybe you get to see how tactical, mm-hmm. how, how great their tactical thinking is or how... Strategy. Their strategy. That was the word I was looking for. How good their strategy is. And once you see how well they think or how they're always five steps ahead of everyone, you can find that fascinating. Like, wow you're probably an avid chess player or you probably think a certain way like wow and then that part you'll find interesting and mm-hmm. you'll probably won't want to delve more but not the board game stuff mm-hmm. i think this was uh very good so guys these are all not all but these are some top signs that to look out for when you're at, at different environments yeah. and look at what people are doing with their bodies with their face with their arms how, how they're saying certain things mm-hmm. and maybe just maybe just maybe they're giving you that sign like say hey I'm scared, but I really want to speak to you. Come to come talk to me. Mm-hmm. One more thing. This is not just young people or like people your age. Like you can see these signs in people that are older than you, like way older. Like we're talking like a generation or so older than you and people that are younger than you. So like a it, generation, a hundred years older. Sure. You're right. Yep. Go for it. Talk to everybody. I agree. Amen to that. Uh, Guys, thank you guys so much for listening. We really appreciate it. And please guys subscribe to my YouTube channel, Conversation Guru, and my Instagram, Conversation Guru. I would really appreciate it. And so would Aliza. Guys, thank you guys so much. And of course, till next time.